Welcome, students of Bora. And uh, if you're not from Bora, you're kind of weird. But uh, here we are. This is the first Bora Voices podcast episode. My name is Tommy Schmelzenbach. And I'm Camille Schultz. Uh, we're really hyped to bring you this episode. We've been working on it for a while. Uh, In this episode, we have an interview with Terry Blass, some of the teacher trivia that we record in the past few months, and some homecoming carnival interviews. We hope you enjoy this episode that the student body has put together in the podcast club. Uh, I should probably say this at the beginning, but if you're interested in joining podcasts, Thursdays at lunch is a great time. In the library. All right. Please enjoy this first episode of Bora Voices. I'm Camille Schultz. I'm Scarlett Cromwell. I'm Tommy Schmelzenbach. And we recently went on a trip with Cross Country to Silverwood and Coeur d'Alene, and we had a race at Farragut State Park. We missed school on Friday. It was really fun. We rode the bus there, really long bus drive, but we ran this really cool race. After doing that race and going to Silverwood, we stayed the night and camped. And then we got back on the bus Sunday to come home. On that bus ride, we decided this is the perfect time to interview some people about the trip and about cross country. I hope you enjoy. Okay, what's your name? My name is Lauren Young. And what's your favorite part about being on cross country? Uh, the pasta feeds or like the people. And what was your favorite part about the trip we took? Um. I guess like being closer to the team, I also really liked the course because the hill wasn't that bad. And Silverwood, but. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, what's your name? Grace. And what's your favorite part about cross country? My favorite part about cross country is definitely the people. I feel like everyone is friends here. And what's your favorite part about the trip? My favorite part of the trip was camping. I think it was super fun with all the glow sticks and making s'mores and stuff. Thank you. What's your name? Annika. What's your favorite part about cross country? Friendships that you make. What's your favorite part about the trip so far? My favorite part about the trip was going to Silverwood. Joe, do you love cross country? Yes, of course. Can you tell me why you love cross country? I love cross country because of the people. You just get to hang out with such great people and you get to run, which is the best. Yes, suffering together is kind of our motto. That's why you should join cross country. What's your name? Christopher Sprague. What's your favorite part about cross country? The people. What is your favorite part about the trip so far? Silverwood. What's your name? Clayton Bauer. What's your favorite part about cross country? I love the competitive spirit just in the race and trying to beat everybody in front of me. And what's your favorite part about the trip? Silverwood, probably. <laughs> and the boys. Hello. What's your name, sir? My name is Ashton Gagnon. 
What do you love about cross country, Ashton? I really love the uh, friendly people. I love that there's not a lot of drama in the sport, and I really love that it keeps me healthy. There you go. Ashton loves the sport because, well, it's good for him. So here are some Meridian kids. Uh, we're on the bus with them right now, and I'm going to ask them a couple questions. What's your name? Oh, I'm James Stewart. What's your name? Paisley Taylor. And what do you guys love about cross country? Um, I pretty much just do it for free food. Yeah, there you go. Lots of, lots of noodles, you know, lots of carbs. It's the best thing ever. And uh, why do you look, like to run? Um, I don't know. I think it's, like, pretty fun. At practice, we pretty much just run around and talk. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Join cross country. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah! Here's another Meridian kid. What's your name? Nate Statlander. Cool, cool, cool. Uh... What do you love about the trips to doing cross-country trips? Uh, talking with friends. There you go. It's a lot of fun, you know. Yeah. Um, what kind of stuff do you guys do on the bus? Talk and listen to music. Yeah, yeah. The other day, you know, Sweet Carolina, I, that was pretty fun. That was pretty cool. Right. Thank you, guys. What's your name? My name's Tommy Schmelzenbach. What's your favorite part about cross country? You know, like the Meridian kids, the food is pretty great, you know. But also, I find that I'm profoundly more happy after I run a race. And what's your favorite part about this trip? Uh, definitely not the bus ride. It's kind of long. Uh, you know, the actual race was probably the most fun part. Finishing, going across that line, and it was gorgeous even though it was really smoky, so really fun, yeah. What's your name? Scarlett Cromwell. Scarlett Cromwell, what do you love about cross country? Um, the people and the energy of the whole group. Most of the time we don't like running, but we encourage each other to do it anyway. That's really cool. Would you say that the camaraderie is good or underwhelming and unsatisfying? Definitely not underwhelming. It's the best energy out of most sports, I feel like. Thank you so much, Scarlett Cromwell. I, I really, your answers were great. Thank you. Join Cross Country. Hello, what's your name? I'm Camille Schultz. Um, what is profoundly interesting about this trip so far? Um, well, we've had a lot of team building games, which are super fun. And uh, we had a little dance party with the Capital Kids, which was, which was definitely a time. We got glow sticks and stuff. That was really fun. And what is your favorite part about cross country overall? Uh, I really enjoy running, which most people actually don't. But more than that, I enjoy the people and the company of, like, everybody just coming together to work out. Thank you so much for your time, Camille. What's your name? Patrick Manningflock. Mr. Manningflock. Would you say that cross-country is a great sport and not full of people who others would call slubberdegolians, which is an actual word in the dictionary. Go look it up. Indeed I would. I love cross-country and the people in it. So they are not slubber-degolians? 
Do you know what Slubber Degolian means, Patrick? I haven't the slightest idea, but I bet I could spell it for you. Can you spell Slubber Degolian? Stop saying Slubber Degolian and I'll try. But would you say that cross country is a profoundly satisfying sport? Indeed I would, Tommy. Mr. Manningflock, does your heritage have anything to do with how well you run? No. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Manningflock. What is your name? Griffin Hartman. Would you say that the music we've been listening to on this cross-country trip has resulted in more happiness or less happiness? Uh, slightly less. Good to know, good to know. Do you like cross-country, Griffin? I do. Why do you like cross-country, Griffin? Uh, I think running is enjoyable. I like the feeling of accomplishment when you finish a race and seeing your times improve. Would you say other people at Bora should join cross-country? I think they should. Why, Griffin? I don't know. We can suffer. Good answer. Well, again, the idea of suffering together gives us a good sense of camaraderie and accomplishment. Hello, Kendo Gunter, uh, 11th grade. <laughs> that works, that works. Okay. Let's start, shall we? You ready? Okay. Hello, podcast. I'm here at the Homecoming Carnival. Um, this is, I'm right next to Kendo. He's uh, very political in our <laughs> school right now. Uh, I have a couple questions to ask him, and we're, here we are. Fire away. Uh, very political, by the way. Uh, vote for me, ASB president. That's Kendo Gunter. Yes, and Podcast Club approves this message. We like Kendo. <laughs> so, Kendo, uh, are you excited for the homecoming dance tomorrow? I am very excited. I'll be there. Uh, I've been known to cut a rug. <laughs> yeah, Kendo. Uh, do you know where, where will homecoming be? Homecoming will be in the quad at 7 at Bora. How, what was homecoming like last year, setting it up, and what was it like? Because I know you were in student council last year. Uh, it's actually Spirit Squad that sets up homecoming last year, and we'll do so this year. But uh, it's very cool. They had a huge flower display last year, and Spirit Squad does a great job. Okay, we're, we're really excited for homecoming this year. Uh, did you take a big part in setting up the carnival? Yeah, uh, I helped set up the carnival, uh, you know, all around, and so did everybody in student council. I'm also in a Japanese club, so we worked on that, and Bravo Company's JRTC stand. So it's just been a lot of work, but I'm glad it's done. Yes, Kendo, we're, we, it's really cool. Really happy that we were able to do this interview with you, so thank you. Thanks for having me. Hello podcast, I'm here at the Homecoming Carnival and here is a wonderful student. Honestly, he should be the role model for everyone going to this school right now, uh, Patrick Manningflock. Thank you for having me. Patrick, what grade are you in right now? Uh, I'm in my senior year. What do you think your senior year so far, Patrick? My senior year is going great. I'm doing a lot of fun stuff like band, cross country, jazz band, all the fun stuff this year. 
Patrick, do you think you have what it takes to make homecoming royalty this year? Unfortunately, I already got eliminated by the teachers, so not quite. Okay, well, that's unfortunate. Do you think that because of this loss, politics in your life are probably not going to happen anymore? No plan for a future? <laughs> I am never going to vote in any election ever because I got kicked out by the teachers. It's a fact. Okay, Patrick, uh, I understand you're, you're, you have French heritage. <laughs> I sure do, Thomas Schmelzenbach. How'd you know that one? Well, Manning Flock kind of gave some hints. <laughs> uh, what's it like being half French in America right now? Uh, I'm feeling very racially prejudiced by the members of Bora High School. They all make fun of me for being French. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> hey, this is Tommy. I'm here at Homecoming Carnival, and right in front of me is another model student. Uh, what's your name? My name is Zephyr Mazzarelli. What grade are you in, Zephyr? I'm in senior grade. Do you think that uh, senior year is overrated at all? Are you getting what other people call senioritis? I don't know. Thank you, Zephyr. Have a good day. All right, here I am at Homecoming Carnival, and here's another model student. What's your name? My name's Colton Carper. Um, Colton, I have some questions for you. Well, actually, just one question. Uh, what is the most useless letter in the alphabet, Colton? Z. Thank you. Here I am at Homecoming Carnival, and another model teacher has come over to the podcast booth and i'm gonna ask her a question mrs rue so you're a history teacher government. right government teacher okay okay AP government. ap government teacher okay in that's okay what's the difference mrs rue oh the difference i love answering this question history is the study of history government is the study of the political systems of worlds of the US, which they are not the same thing. A political system is not the same thing as history. So that's the difference. You're gonna study history and history, and you're gonna learn about a political system, our political system in government. Everyone should take AP government. It's the best class. Thank you, Mrs. Rue. Hey, podcast. I'm here at Homecohoco again, as I have been. Uh, and here we have another model student all right what's your name uh avery stoddard avery stoddard okay i had her mom as my history teacher in seventh grade pretty cool pretty cool okay <laughs> you can cut that nope all right avery do you go in the sea hall often i do not i don't have a class in sea hall this year so have you ever had a class in Sea Hall? Yeah, last year. Would you say that there's kind of this, I don't know, young, like hipster vibe going on when you walk through those hallways? Oh yeah, definitely. All the science teachers and, you know, science is hip, science is trendy. Yeah, they all have like plaid shirts and are kind of outdoorsy. I don't know, it's kind of this vibe, I don't know. 
Anyway, thank you, Avery, for your opinion. All right. Here we have another model student, Annika. Annika, what grade are you in? I'm a sophomore. Very, very cool. Annika, I understand you do cross country. Yes. Do you think cross country is okay? It's awesome. Sweet. <laughs> Thank you, Annika. Here we have another model student named Annie. <laughs> Annie, what grade are you in, Annie? <laughs> I'm in 11th grade. Annie, would you say that due to the age of the school, the there may be some pests that reside in some of the older buildings? Yes. Have you seen these pests before? Yes. Are they cockroaches? <laughs> yes. Cool, thank you. Okay, what's your name? I'm Freya. Okay, Freya, what grade are you in? 11th grade. <laughs> and what is your favorite brand of granola bar? Um, Quaker. Yeah. Awesome, thank you. Yeah, yes, thank you. Okay, what's your name? Alex Andres. What grade are you in? 11th grade. And what is your favorite type of farm animal? That's a hard one. I really like and pigs. They're pretty cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. What's your name? Kyle. And what grade are you in? Um, 11th. And what is your favorite type of bread? Uh, I have no idea. Probably banana bread or something. Thank you. What's your name? I'm Angelina. What grade are you in? I am a, uh, no, I'm a junior. Okay, and if you could be in any movie, what movie would you be in? Any movie, oh my gosh. Um, shoot, uh, I would have, I, would, I don't know what kind of movie, but anything with Johnny Depp in it. Maybe Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> What's your name? Alexis Bailey. What grade are you in? Uh, I'm a sophomore. And if you were to go to the Olympics, what sport would it be? Oh, um, you know, if they had a roller skating team, that'd be great, but they don't, so. Maybe by the, you could invent one. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Thank you. What would be your plan of attack in a zombie apocalypse? Isolation. You just gotta get a rig that you can take and you isolate. Go somewhere no one else is. Sounds good. All right, here I am again at Hoko uh, Carnival and with a semi-model student here in front of me right now. Uh, what's your name? Kate Johnson. What grade are you in, Kate? I'm a junior. Kate, uh, would you say that, have, do you go in A-Hall a lot? Yeah. Would you say that it's like Mr. McHenry's kind of this almost patriarch among the teachers. Like they all have lunch in his room. Yeah, and they all walk. Yeah, whenever I try to find him for anything, like at break or lunch or anything, he's always gone. Like where does he go? Huh? Yeah, he's every teacher goes to his room at lunch. It's kind of crazy. Alright. Cool. Thank you, Kate. You're welcome. Shout out to Taft. It's my favorite president, the 27th. 1909 to 1913. Okay, what's your name? Jace Hewitt Mitchell. 
very nice, very nice. Would you classify cereal as a kind of soup? You know, it's like in milk, so it's kind of like, it's basically a liquid. Would you say cereal is soup? Personally, I would agree that soup is a cereal and cereal is a soup. Only if the Captain Crunch, the Captain Crunch himself approves it. True, so true. Okay, what's your name? Morgan Pygott. What grade are you in? I'm a sophomore. And if you could be any dinosaur, what type would you be? I'd be a pterodactyl. What do you want to say to Bora? School sucks. What's your name? Brian. And what grade are you in? I'm a sophomore. And what do you have to say to Bora? Are you a fart smeller or a smell of farts? Ah! What's your name? Kiza aka Big Daddy. Ah! And what grade are you in? Senior. And if you could, if you had to wear one piece of clothing for the rest of your life, what would it be? The one I'm wearing right now, Travis Scott. Let's go. Thank you. What's your name? My name is Eliza Armstrong. What grade are you in? I am in 10th. And what do you want to say to Bora? Well, I would like um, everyone to um, think about blinking. How many chickens could you take in a fight? Probably um, only one. They, they, their beaks hurt a lot. All right, quick shout out to the coolest drummer at Bora High School, Shadrack Smith. You better be listening to him at those football games. Okay, hi, what's your name? Alexa Snap. All right, so what do you want to say to Bora? I actually have a shout out to two friends of mine. The first one is Jess Rogers, 11th grade. She is fantastic, good friend, good writer, good reader. Second shout out is to my friend Rasma in PE. She's a sophomore, but she is very friendly. Hi, right, thank you. Of course, nice day, Bora. Man, those band hot dogs are really good at the carnival. That's about it. Thank you. Hello, Bear. So, how do you feel about Farmstead this year? Um, it's alright. Personally, I kind of like the other location better. But it's also kind of nice that at the new location, it's, things are more spread out. It's not so junctured it all together so but all in all yeah it's a good year so within the farmstead what is your favorite activity you've seen or done um i love the corn maze but i haven't done it yet that's what i'm just about to do um but i also love the creature it's probably one of my favorite parts kind of reminds me of a kind of like a haunted house type style maze thing i don't know it's cool how many times have you been to Farmstead, or is this your first? Oh shoot, um, since I was like six years old, I think I've gone at least once a year. Uh, either here or to Linder Farms, but Linder Farms shut down. So. Yeah. Do you think corn is healthy, yes or no? Yes. Okay, why? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, people used to eat corn for hundreds and hundreds of years. It was what a lot of the Native Americans had before Columbus colonized America. Uh, 
They ate lots of maize, I think it was called. M-A-I-Z-E. Yeah, corn. that's what it's still called. Yeah, yeah. They ate a lot of that. Um, and corn fills you up. It's good. It's a uh, uh, vegetable. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, thank <laughs> okay. you. Okay, so, so question number one. How do you guys feel about Farmstead this year? We just got here like, we just got here like ago, so oh. a while ago. Um, so it's great. It's lovely. <laughs> yeah. Is this your guys' first time going to Farmstead? Or? No, we've gone every year for the last like, three years. Yeah, about three years. So, yeah. And do you think corn is healthy? Yes or no? It's a very fun-based yes. question. Yes, in the right circumstances. Yeah, I think yeah. depending on how it's how it's used. Or used. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you just entered the corn maze, but how do you feel about the corn maze? It's, it's amazing. Fun. It's great. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's very fine. Well, hey, thank you. That's of about course. it. Yeah, yeah. Of course. How was your experience at the farmstead? It's been good. It's been real good. We got to see corn, and there were pigs. Not as mighty fine pigs like I have at my home, but still pigs. Pumpkin. They're pumpkins. Pumpkins. She's my pumpkin. Yeah. I love my pumpkin. Well, I hope she doesn't go rotten. What was your uh, favorite attraction here at the farmstead? Yeah. I told you, my pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> my pumpkin's my favorite. Attraction. How's that? There's definitely attraction there still. Uh, um, how's that like part of farm, farmstead though? Because she's here, so well, she's at a farmstead. At home. <laughs> yeah, but she's not wearing you orange asked, at home. You asked. Now she looks like you my asked pumpkin. The favorite attraction at farmstead. <laughs> okay. Okay. You would be in big trouble if you had another attraction. <laughs> there was a mighty fine looking cow. Oh, it's a heifer. <laughs> How many times have you been to the farmstead? Well, I used to go to Linder Farms, but then they went out of business. Then they didn't go out of business. Then they went out of business. Then they didn't go out of business. Then I think they actually went out of business, and so now I'm here. <laughs> Is corn healthy? Yes or no? It's better when it's turned into some form of, uh, when it's been fermented, then it's, it's better for you. Because it's partially digested for you. Okay. Like the corn whiskey at my house. <laughs> did, did you have fun at Farmstead today? Yes. <laughs> I'm here at J.M. Kleiner's Memorial Park, and we're there hosting a Huntington's Disease Team Hope walk. Um, I'm here with a couple volunteers. Um, this is Sarah Clausen, and I'm just going to ask her a few questions. What did you do so far today? Um, I have helped set up different things for the walk. And I see there's a lot of pinwheels. Did you set those up? Yes, I did. What did, what did the pinwheels mean? They help <laughs> show where the course is. Do you like doing this every year? Yes, I do. Um, I think it's really fun, and lots of people come out to do it and stuff. And you get a new shirt, too, so that's good. How many people roughly come out? 400. That's a lot of people. All right, I'm here with another uh, volunteer, Reese Clayton. And have you done this before? Yes, I did it once, I think about two years ago. Did you like it? 
Yes, I don't remember it too well, but I did have a lot of fun, and it was for a good cause, so, you know, it was worth it. How does it make you feel doing this every year? I don't, I do it as much as I can. I think it's a really good opportunity, because I think the whole point of this is to walk for the people that can't do it. All right, I'm here with another volunteer. Um, this is Ruby Horton. Say hi. Hi. Do you like doing this? Yeah. Uh, what are you doing right now? I'm uh, checking in the people who registered online. What did they register for? The Huntington's Disease Walk. Um, to support the people with Huntington's disease. Um, I'm, I'm sure everyone's very grateful for what you're doing. Is it fun? Uh, when people are here, yes. Yeah. Well, thank you for t- taking the time to talk with me. I'm Camille Schultz. I'm Sloan Sunt. And today we are here with author and illustrator Terry Blass. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Terry Blass. I am a Pora alum, graduated in 98, um, and I make comics and write and draw them. And why did you choose to go into this? Like, what's your background? And talk a little bit about your journey. I had always drawn ever since I was a kid. Um, Drawing was sort of the best way I think I found to bring the characters and stories I wanted to life. And I was always drawing when I was in school. When I went to college, I went to art school in Portland. I got an illustration degree there. Um, Learned a little bit about making comics there. But in Portland, they have a lot of comic book companies. So I felt like it was a good place to be to, to network and meet people. So I started doing that, working in comics, and then now I think I've got about almost 10 years under me doing it. That's awesome. Um, What was the most exciting place you've lived? Oh, that's a very good question. Well, when I was 16, my dad retired from the military, and he and my mom and I moved to Mexico. So for the first semester of my junior year here at Bora, I was actually there. Um, It was a place on the beach called Ixtapa, And it was beautiful, and I could ride horses. (laughs) It was great. But um, I came back to school for my second semester of my junior year and my senior year here. Um, I lived with a different family. And, yeah, I think Ixtapa, Mexico, was one of the most interesting places. I also loved uh, New York when I lived there. And uh, tell us a little bit about Helioscope. Helioscope is great. It's a collective of independent comic book artists, I think the largest one in the country. It's located in Portland, and it's just a great studio space where um, artists and writers can share desks. They can sort of be a nice peer community for each other. It's nice to have um, instant feedback, I think, with artwork and with things you're working on. But um, there's a great YouTube channel for it. They've got some cool interviews and tutorials on there. But it's just a really nice support group of artists um, and writers that I am a member of. Um, what is your experience with Comic-Con and other conventions? Conventions are very interesting. (laughs) I think they can be really fun. Um, they're very good for, I think, connecting with readers of your work, um, getting your work out there. I've done quite a few conventions, and each one of them is a little bit different in its own way, but they can be very valuable for certain things. Um, Obviously with the pandemic, I haven't done a few in quite a while, but I just did the Boise Comic Arts Fest, which was at the Boise Zoo, and it was really great. Um, It was a very good convention, I think, for like young readers. Um, 
and young adult books and middle grade books. But that was a really fun show. And I think that um, now that conventions are picking back up, hopefully I'll get to do a few more. Talk to us a little bit about your YouTube education. Ah, okay. So I got an illustration degree from PNCA in Portland. But I decided I wanted to write comics, and I wanted to take it seriously and do a really good job at it. But I knew I couldn't go back to school for another degree. I didn't have the time or the money. So while I was drawing, I decided to make YouTube my sort of second college. And I looked up every tutorial I could find on writing, on writing comics, writing screenplays, and would listen to that and take notes every once in a while on things that I thought were helpful. That led me to, um, you know, really learning how to write comics and the ins and outs of what, what work and what doesn't. But I found it to be really helpful. Everything is on YouTube. You know, you can find out how to do anything on there. And it led me to books that I, that I got that I thought were really interesting and helpful. And that sort of just became, yeah, my second education. And what was your process when writing Deadweight? Oh, so that was very interesting because... My first book, Deadweight, that I wrote with Molly Muldoon, and it has artwork by Matthew Seeley, I was a little intimidated, I guess, because it was my first book. And I thought, you know, I can't picture 160 pages in my head. So I knew that I could write a 10-page comic. And I thought, well, if I break this down into chapters, then it's a bit more digestible for my brain. Like, I can picture a 10-page story. So I just turned it into that. Short chapters that would all create one large graphic novel. And that sort of became my process. Um, I would visualize it that way and then get together with Molly and we would write notes and dialogue and then sort of plan it out into the different pages. What is your lens with all of your, your career and your art through the, the perspective of money? Hmm. Well, like we all need, we all need money, right? To like get by. So I enjoy what I do. It doesn't always pay all the bills, which means that sometimes I'm doing commissions and whatnot too. But, you know, I feel like I'm somebody who really would like to pursue my passion, the things that I want to do, the things that I enjoy doing. And if I have to do a few other things on the side to make money to get by, then I think that's just fine. I also think that if you're an artist and you have a full-time job somewhere else outside of art, that there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's that's worthy. That's fine. That's how you support yourself so you can do art. So I think there's lots of different ways to look at a money issue when you're an artist. But, you know, I, I quit my retail job almost 10 years ago now. And somehow doing art have been able to pay my bills. <laughs> um... How has your Aztec heritage influenced your career? It's it's influenced it in a few ways. I I think by default by being Mexican and having um you know a mom who's of Aztec descent. A lot of that imagery was in our house growing up. I also went to Mexico a lot as a kid to to visit family, so it's always been part of who I am. But I think that knowing knowing certain information about the Latinx community, about um, the Mexican-American community, and especially, you know, I guess in the United States, um, has really helped me in terms of the kind of stories I want to tell. 
The fastest growing demographic in the United States is the college educated Latina. So that makes me think like, well, where are the books for them? You know, so everything I write, I try to include, you know, a, a smart, young Mexican-American woman. Um, I think that a lot of people don't realize that across across the board, like the Latinx community is responsible for 25% of all movie ticket sales every weekend. So that's an entire quarter of the movie going public. And we still, the Latinx community, only amount to about 2% of representation in front of and behind the camera. So I think it's important to increase those numbers and that's sort of what I'm trying to do with my work. On that same topic, you wrote the short comics, You Say Latino and You Say Latinx. What was your experience with that and getting the attention for it? And how do you think that helped influence your audience? It was very interesting because I posted it online, uh, the first comic, You Say Latino, just on like my Tumblr when Tumblr was a thing, and woke up the next day to like 25,000 reblogs. And I had interview requests for like different magazines and whatnot. And I think that it was a very interesting time because since it made the rounds online, a lot of people were commenting on it and stating their opinions on it. And that taught me a lot about not reading comments. Um, it taught me a lot about sort of putting the putting some value in what you do and then letting it live where it's going to be. Um, I, I like making those short educational comics because I think in the long run they have helped a lot of people. And the thing that I think is tricky today is that those comics are talking about identity, right? And, and identity is very important to people. And I think nobody wants to be told how to identify. So in those comics, I try to just describe what those terms mean to me, how I use them, and I let people use whatever they want. Tell us about your dog. <laughs> well, uh, my dog's name is Alfie. He is a Shih Tzu Pomeranian. He has a severe underbite. <laughs> um Right now, he is at home with my husband, so he's a little demon. He likes to bark. He likes to run around. He loves people. Um, and he's kind of a little spoiled brat, but I love him. <laughs> and finally, the age-old question. What's your advice for teenagers who aspire to be an illustrator or author? If you are someone who wants to illustrate or write... The best advice I think I can give you is to treat it like something that you will expect to help you support yourself in the future. And I guess what that means is, like, research it, look into it. You know, if, if you want to illustrate but you don't know much about illustration, start seeking out, like, YouTube tutorials. Start looking at colleges that do focus on illustration. Um, and start networking with and meeting with and making friends with other people who do that because I think that helps a lot in the long run. You know, when we're little, little kids, we just want to, like, play with our friends and make up stories with our toys. And I think that as an adult, that's something I still kind of do. I want to work with my friends, make up stories, and having um, a peer group that you can network with and work with, I think is helpful because then you're surrounding yourself with people you can always learn from. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our first ever Bora Voices episode. Yeah, we really hope you enjoyed. Uh, 
we hope to put more of these out soon. And uh, thank you to, you know, the student body for listening. Please tell your friends about us. We really like more people listening to our wonderful voices. We really appreciate your time and support, and we hope that you will continue to listen to our episodes as we get this new podcast off the ground. Thank you so much. I'm Tommy. I'm Camille. And And these are are Bora Bora Voices. Voices.